Perik Chaf Aleph, Mishnah Base, 21.2. This mission will discuss two separate topics. Uh, the first half will continue on the topic of Tiltul Menatzad, indirect movement of Muktzah, and the second half will discuss uh, Kibus, that's laundering. So, first part first. We already saw in the previous Mishnah that it's permitted under certain circumstances to move something which is Muktzah through Tiltul Menatzad, through indirect movement, meaning you're moving one object and that object which is permitted to move, then moves the mukta object. And this mission will refine that further. It starts out by saying, Ha'evin sh'al piyachavis. If you have a rock, and that's sitting on the mouth of, like an amphora jug, so you can't access the wine inside the jug because the rock's on top. The rock is mukta. We're talking specifically in a case where the rock wasn't put there before Shabbos in a way that it was intended to be there on Shabbos, because if that were the case, then the chavis would become a basis a base for the Muktza rock, and therefore it would be forbidden to move not just the rock, but its base, the Chavis as well. But in the case where the rock wasn't put there with the intention of being there for Shabbos, now you have to get rid of the rock, and you're permitted to get rid of the rock, but you can't move the rock directly. However, we're saying you can move the Chavis, that M4 jug, in a way that the rock will fall off. And that's what it says here, Mate al tip that M4 jug onto its side, Vihino felis, and the rock will fall off by itself. That's called Nior, it's shaking off, the Mukta object, and it's through Tiltul Manatzad, indirect movement, through the Chavis. The point of the Mishnah here is that we are not allowing you, even though we're allowing you to move the rock through indirect movement, Tiltul Manatzad, we're not allowing you um, carte blanche to, let's say, pick up the whole jug and move it elsewhere and take the rock with it, like we had seen in the previous Mishnah where you're picking up a child with a rock and so on. Here we're saying that if Neor, if shaking it off will be sufficient to achieve your end, um, then you're required to shake it off and not lift up the chavis all the way. However, haisa bein ha if that amphora jug, they're made out of clay, was sitting amongst other amphorae, other clay containers, and that being the case, if you would tip the rock over, there's a chance that it would fall and smash one of the other jugs. So you're not required to do that, certainly. And that being the case, magbiha, you're allowed to lift up the M4 jug that has the rock on top of it and then take it to a nearby spot when you've gotten away from you know, potential harm's way. And at that point, mata al then you'll tip it over, vihinofelis, and the rock will fall over by itself. So here we're allowing you um, not just to simply do nayor and shake it off, but even to pick up the whole rock by way of carrying the jug um, to where you need to take it so you can shake it off. And that's going to be permitted as, as the case may be. Okay. The mission has another case that's very similar. Ma'os, if you have money, you have, let's say, a coin. Sha'al hakar, that's sitting on a pillow. And you want to lie on the pillow and you don't want to have that coin on the pillow so you can get a comfortable place to put your head. No air es hakar, vehin no felis. The same idea. You'll shake the pillow and then the pillow will and then the coin will fall off the pillow um, through near shaking, tiltum and atzad, indirect movements, you're moving the pillow and then the money goes with it. Um, now, again, with the same principles as the previous, let me speak out, however, that in the event that you say um, the money would fall into your bed and that doesn't help you anything, um, you're suddenly allowed then again to pick up the pillow and, and move and shake it off so the money won't bother you. The essential point, Allah Lamais, to keep in mind for tiltum and atzad is you're only allowed to move the muktzah even indirectly if you're doing it not for the muktzah's sake, but for some permitted thing like the pillow or the barrel, they need the wine inside. But to move it for no good reason, and certainly to move it for the sake of the muktzah item itself, say to protect it, it's always going to be forbidden. Okay, 
now we have like a new topic altogether. Since we were talking about things on pillows, we will like lapse now and segue into other things on pillows. But we're focusing now on the malach of kibus of laundering. So laundering, which means um, cleaning fabric or their textile, is a tolda of the malacha malabin. The av malacha malabin means to whiten, to bleach, to clean the fabric, um, and to remove, absorb dirt or dust particles, etc., from inside um, fabric or textile is a, is a tolda of malabin, at least. And it's called kibos. Now, kibos, the laundering, can come in three varieties. It can become through shriya, soaking in water. It can come through schita, squeezing out the liquid that's embedded inside. Or it can come through shifshuf, scrubbing um, the fabric so that you get what's embedded inside its nap out. What is not forbidden is is to remove surface dirt. To remove surface dirt without getting from what's dirt that's embedded inside the weave of the fabric is not forbidden. And that being the case, our Mishnah says, Haisa'lav lishleshes, if on the pillow you have something filthy. Lishleshes connotes some which is both kind of disgusting and moist. So some spittle or whatever the story is. And you want to now get that lishleshes off. Mekancha besmartut, you're allowed to wipe it gently with a rag. The idea being to take the surface filth off of the pillow is permitted with a dry rag as long as you don't squeeze it or squeeze it out. And because what's on the surface is not considered to be embedded in and therefore removing it is not considered to be kibus. Um, in practice, you see this many times. A person is eating and the chillant falls on his Shabbos suit. Um, so you can take a knife, let's say, and scrape off the surface, you know, whatever's on the surface of the, of the, uh, of the suit without scrubbing it deeper or soaking in water, etc., and that's what the mission says here. Um, so you're not allowed to run water over it, certainly, or to scrub into the suit, but you can take off the surface with a rag. shall or. Now, if the pillow were not made of fabric, but rather made of leather. So leather's not the same. Leather's not absorbent like fabric. And um, if there's something that's, you know, moist and dirt, dirty on top of the, fa- of the uh, leather, so then um, even water wouldn't permeate the leather and, and bring it out. Um, so that being the case, you can even like run water over the leather pillow until whatever filth is on the pillow comes off. Because again, that's considered to be just surface deep because the leather's not absorbing the filth. It's, you know, it's on the surface by the nature of leather. Again, shift, shift, like scrubbing leather would be not allowed, but um, either wiping or even running over water of leather is, yes, permitted.